Christocentric Station. Safe and family-friendly radio with music to uplift your spirit. Hi, my name is Uncle Chris, and you're listening to Christocentric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. One, two, one, two. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? What a joy to know you're tuning in. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric Station. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Say... Cut them young for Jesus!
Krista Sandrick kids right here on the Krista Sandrick station. Jingle bells, jingle bells, strike to the world. The Lord is come. Oh, come let us adore you. Oh, come let us adore He in Christ lies the Lord. This is week two of December. Hi, everybody. What's your favorite Christmas carol? Anyway, welcome to Christocentric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. Get ready for a spectacular show this weekend. On the list, we have a beautiful lineup for you. So let's, let's enjoy it together. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric station. online hey kids online let's go let's go hey kids online hey kids online let's go join with me hey kids online hey kids online let's go let's go hey kids online hey kids online let's go 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 Woo! okay kids online let's go and let's go into worship let's go let's go
guys I have got a fun game to kick us off have you ever played the game rapid fire now this is a game where I'm gonna go for one minute and I'm gonna give you lots and lots of options and you've got to choose what is your favorite out of each round which will be two things to choose from so you can shout it out you can stand up you can let me know you can cheer and let's see let's find out a bit more about each other shall we on kids online this morning because we're gonna learn a little bit of cool stuff about forgiveness and this is going to help us. So, are you ready? We're going to have one minute on the clock for rapid fire. So remember, there'll be two choices in each round. You have got to decide which one is your favourite. Okay, let's count down. Three, two, one, let's go. Okay, first round, rapid fire. Is your favourite McDonald's or KFC? McDonald's or KFC? Can you think, mmm, chicken is so tasty, but the chip is, mm. Okay, round two, Coca-Cola or Sprite? Coca-Cola or Sprite? Okay, um, running or dancing? Uh, films or books? Do you like to watch movies? Do you like to read books? 
what's your favorite thing to do? Okay, next round. Do you like to run or do you like to jump? Show me some jumping. Woo! <laughs> okay, let me think next round, next round, next round. Do you like twirl or do you like Mars bar? Mm. Do you like sugary sweets or do you like fruit? Do you like vegetables or do you like chicken nuggets? Okay, last one. Do you like kids online or do you like kids online? <laughs> okay, well done guys. That last one was a trick question because of course you love kids online because you are here. So welcome to our morning. So that game, you had to choose your favorite. So I'm curious, maybe you chose McDonald's on those rounds, maybe you chose running, maybe you chose dancing. And of course, you chose Kids Online. Well, do you know what? That game is going to help remind you a little bit about what we're learning about today. So we're learning all about forgiveness. Because you remember the, the story about Joseph? And we talked about that right at the beginning of the month. And Joseph was a man in the Bible. And well, when he was a boy, his brother sold him into slavery. And he got taken away. And he had to work really, really hard. But he was so kind and he showed forgiveness that he shared everything he had with his brothers, even though they weren't very kind. So it says this in the Bible. It says, Peter came to Jesus, one of the disciples, and he asked, Lord, when my brother sins against me, how many times must I forgive him? Should I forgive him as many as seven times? And get this, guys, this is what Jesus says. He says, I tell you, you must forgive him more than seven times. You must forgive him even if he does it wrong to you 77 times. And I found out this really cool fact this week, that in the times when this was written, the rule was to forgive somebody six times. But Jesus broke that rule and he said, no, I want you to forgive more than your friends forgive. I want you to forgive more than how many times people say that you should do it. Because that is who God is. He is a God who forgives us so that we can forgive others. So remember that this week that you can make a choice. Like you may choose what you want for dinner. Maybe you choose what friend you want to hang out with that Jesus gives us the choice to forgive. He doesn't make us do it, but he asks us to do it because he knows it's better for us that when we are forgiven and when we ask for forgiveness, we feel better and we can be better with our friends and our family. Does that sound good? Okay, I'm gonna challenge you to say sorry to three people this week and also forgive three people this week. Do you think you guys can do that? Okay, great job guys, challenge accepted. Okay, kids, let's pray together. Now, I wanna give you guys an opportunity this week to pray at home as well. So I'm gonna say a prayer for 30 seconds, and then we're gonna put 20 seconds on the screen for you guys to pray in your life groups, to pray in kids' church, or pray with your adults at home, okay? So I'm gonna pray, and then I'm gonna hand it over to you guys, but I'll let you know when. Okay, so dear Jesus, I thank you that you are a God who forgives us. I thank you that all we have to do is to come to you and you will forgive us. God, I pray that you would help us this week as we forgive people and as we say sorry to those that maybe we have hurt their feelings or said things that are unkind. God, would you help us this week? In Jesus' name, amen. Okay guys, 20 seconds are coming up on the screen. If you are with other people, why don't you pray together? Maybe somebody in your group, you could ask them right now, do they need prayer? Is there anything they need help with? If they need forgiveness, if they need God's help, if they wanna pray for somebody, now is your time. But if you're at home, that's also great. You can pray by yourself, with your sibling, with your cat, with your dog, with your grown-ups. 
up to you. Just know that God is with you and he hears you. So we're going to put 20 seconds up, a little bit of music and off you guys go. Amazing. Well done, guys. I really wanted to give you guys an opportunity today to pray because it builds our faith when we hear it come out of our mouth, when we ask God for his help. Because I want to give you guys opportunity to know God is with you, to sense him coming through and helping you and answering your prayers. Well done, guys. Well done. Yes, well done. You have made it all the way to the end of this week's episode, which means that you have worshipped, which means that you have listened to a great story about God and you have learned a Bible verse. So well done you. I hope you continue to have a great week. Why don't you see who you can forgive this week? But know that God is with you and he hears every prayer that you pray. So have a great week, guys, and we'll see you next week, which Am I right in thinking it's December soon? Is that right, kids? Does that mean Christmas is coming? Christmas is coming! Yes! Woohoo! This is Krista Sandrick, kids, right here on the Krista Sandrick station. Merry Christmas! Today on the 700 Club Canada, we present a special episode of Superbook, The Birth of John the Baptist. You should go now, Zechariah. The road to Jerusalem is long and the day will be hot. Just a day's journey, Elizabeth, but not a burdensome one. You know how I look forward to my week of service at the temple. I often think about our years together, Elizabeth, and how God has provided us with so many good things, yet the one thing he has never given. I know, Zechariah, but if God wanted us to have children, we would have had them. Now go. We all serve God in different ways. offered the incense. Let him come and draw lots. The number which we have all selected is 43. And remember, whoever is chosen for the honor of giving the incense offering will enjoy the blessing of heaven the rest of his life. Now, all raise a finger. One, two, Sixteen. three, seventeen, twenty-six, eighteen, twenty-seven, forty-one, forty-two, 43.
Zechariah, you have been selected to perform the incense offering. You also are chosen to serve with me. Afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son, and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth. And he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children. And he will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. How can I be sure this will happen? I'm an old man now, and my wife is also well along in years. I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. The evening blessing is being delayed. What is taking Zechariah so long to perform the incense offering? Zechariah has seen a vision. His voice has been taken away.
What is the fascination humans have with these things? They can be entertaining. I think it's messy. <laughs> Dicky! <laughs> Charlie, what do we say when we make a burp? is babysitting for Mrs. Peterson so she can go Christmas shopping, but why do we have to take the brunt of it? Aw, come on, Joy. Where's your holiday spirit? Besides, I thought everybody liked little kids. They're so cute and cuddly and... Well, unpredictable. I do like little kids, but Charlie, he's... He's... He's gone! Wanna bet? Gizmo grips to the rescue! <laughs> All right, you got him, Giz! Whoa! But who's got me? I did! Oh, won't you? When I get my hands on... Charlie! He is gone again! What are we gonna do? We'll catch him, tag him, and release him to the wild! <laughs> Hi, kids! I was just about to make Charlie his dinner. Are you ready to eat, too? Hey, Mom. Joy can give you a hand. She was just saying how much she loves little kids. Okay, great. Why don't you take Charlie, get him cleaned up, and I'll check on his soup. Now look what you did. I don't want to take care of Charlie. Not now, not ever. Ever! <gasps> Superbook! <laughs> no, Superbook, not now! Why don't I stay here and babysit Charlie while you... Oh, Charlie! Yes, no! Uh-oh, guys, this isn't good! I am taking you to meet a couple who learned that with God, nothing is impossible. Nice save, Joy. You're a natural at this babysitting stuff. According to my geosensors, we have landed in Ain Karem, a small town west of Jerusalem, and the time is shortly before the birth of Christ. Ow! Oh, this is just great. We gotta get back home. We can't take care of Charlie 2,000 years ago. Guys, shh. Someone's coming. Shh. Now you be good. Oh. Oh, you're not... Good day, children. Hello. Greetings. How are you? Are you and your brother newcomers to Ain Karam? My brother? What? No, 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 we're not related. I, I'm just watching him. Yeah, we're just kind of passing through. Oh, well, I can offer you a place to stay if you like. My husband has gone to Jerusalem for his week of service at the temple. And it would be nice to hear children's voices in our home. You don't have any children? I have always prayed for a child, but I have never been blessed with one. And now I am too old. Well, you know what they say. One person's blessing is another person's... Charlie! Child, you will marry soon. Do you mean you will not want a baby? Marry? Me? I'm 12. And, as is the custom, your father will select a husband for you in a very few years. Sorry, you're my best friend, Joy, but I promised my mom I'd finish middle school before I tied the knot. Charlie! Oh, I am just about to have 
may I? Knock yourself out! Or he will. <laughs> there. Yes, you are a beautiful boy. Elizabeth! Something has happened to Zechariah! Zechariah, what is it? Elizabeth, he can no longer speak. He saw a vision in the sanctuary, and his voice was taken from him. Wow. Zechariah, oh... He wrote this. An angel appeared to tell me that you will bear a child. <gasps> what? Because I question God's plan, he took my voice from me until he fulfills his promise. going to like having a baby around, you know, once he's born. I've wanted a child all my life, Joy. Once I grew too old, I thought it would never happen. But it's clear that God must have a special plan for me and for him. But having a child is such a big responsibility. I mean, you're being so careful. You haven't left the house for over five months. <laughs> yes. And my baby grows stronger every day. Now, can you finish the spices for the lamb the way I showed you? I think so. Thank you. Hey, Joy, check this out. I've been using Gizmo's reference videos from our past trips to see if we've ever met Zechariah and Elizabeth, which we haven't. So we've been asking Zechariah about his family history. And since he still can't speak, we write down our questions and Gizmo translates. Chris, now look what you did. Joy, wait. It is very interesting. Zechariah says, my wife and I are descended from the family of Aaron. And with Gizmo's 3D printer, we'll be able to illustrate perfectly what we've learned. Gizmo? <coughs> I have used my 3D printer to create miniature but lifelike models of Moses and Aaron and... Yes. This is you. Uh, yes, I, uh... It is me, and it is because I did a test run. Would you give me that? Wow, you actually spent time making a 3D selfie. Don't you think that's a little weird? No, Chris. If I had made a life-size one dressed in plaid golf pants and a miner's helmet, that would have been weird. Touchy. <sighs> As I was saying, I have also made replicas of Moses and Aaron and... You know, I must admit the gizmo model is quite nice. Oops. And it comes equipped with the ever-popular lifelike extendo grip. Giz, what are you trying to say about Moses and Aaron? That they do not have the ever-popular extendo grip. Gizmo! Uh, right. So... Zechariah and Elizabeth are descended from Moses and his brother Aaron. We met them, remember? Parting the Red Sea. <sighs> oh, and you'll be happy to know that Moses and Aaron are designed to withstand the plagues of Egypt. That's locust and flies and... No, that's dinner. Spices for the lamb. Joy, what Gizmo's trying to tell you is that we've cross-referenced other people we've met who were also descended from Moses and Aaron. And we came up with... Da-da-da! Him! And who is he? John the Baptizer. No, listen. We met him almost 30 years from now, preaching around the Jordan River. And
then they're all related? <laughs> if John is descended from the same line as Zechariah and Elizabeth, and we met John 30 years from now, when he was in his 30s, you don't think their baby is going to grow up to be John the Baptizer? We have to tell them! Joy? No! You cannot tell them! Joy, you have to consider what you're about to do! Oh no! It is a time world! We can't leave without Charlie! Joy, you must hurry! Supergirl, wait for Joy! Yes, no! Oh no! Chris! Joy is not here! Charlie is not here! We must go back immediately! Hey! It looks like someone's camping over there! Chris! We are on a deserted road between Nazareth and Ain Karim. They could be anybody! However, if we travel in that direction, we could be back with Joy and Charlie by midday tomorrow! Yeah, I hear you, Giz, but uh, I'm smelling dinner. This is not a good idea, Chris. Oh, oh! Wait for me! But I know we've met you before. You're Mary. You and Joseph are having a baby and... Uh, yes, I am with child. But how do you know? Ah, well, uh, Chris may have you uh, confused with... Yes, that's it. He has you confused with a woman named Elizabeth who we know. She and her husband, Wait. Zechariah. You know Elizabeth and Zechariah? Elizabeth's my cousin. Your cousin? Yes, I am on my way to visit her now. Elizabeth? At her home. Yes. An angel appeared and told me that she's also having a baby. He said to me, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. How can this happen? For I am a virgin. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Your relative Elizabeth is also going to have a son, even though she is old. No one thought she could ever have a baby, but in three months she will have a son. Nothing is impossible for God. The night will be cool. Stay by the fire. Tomorrow we will arrive at Elizabeth's home. Told you we'd met her before. Mary's baby is going to be Jesus, who grows up to be the savior of the world. And her cousin Elizabeth's baby will be John the Baptizer. Uh, tell me something I don't know. Phew. Finally taking a nap. Elizabeth! Zechariah! You've got company! Joy! We're back! Chris! We're up here! Zechariah! It's Elizabeth's cousin, Mary! Giz, is Elizabeth's cousin Mary the mother of Jesus? Elizabeth? Elizabeth! 
God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. How does she know? Mary doesn't even look pregnant. Why am I honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Oh, how my soul magnifies the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One is holy, and he has done great things for me. said it, and it has come to pass. The boy has been born to Zechariah and Elizabeth. You cannot choose any name but his father's. No. His name is John. What? There's no one in all your family by that name. Zechariah, what name do you want your son to have? He's asking for something to write with. Get him his tablet. Excuse me. Coming through. I have his tablet right here. It says his name is John. What? Let me see that. <coughs> Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. And you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High, because you will prepare the way for the Lord. On, Charlie. I bet you're hungry as usual. <laughs> hey, Joy, I thought you said... I don't want to take care of Charlie. Not now, not ever. Ever! You know, I did say that. But with God, nothing is impossible. Who knows what great things you might be headed for someday. John grew up and became strong in spirit 
and he lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry to Israel. This is Krista Sandring Kids right here on the Krista Sandring Station. Merry Christmas! Welcome back. Before we go to Auntie Avery's segment, let me ask you, what is Christmas all about? Christmas is all about showing kindness, love, being together with family members, friends, friends. Christmas is all about God's love. And if you have Jesus, go and spread the love. Welcome to PH Kids, short for Pure and Holy Kids. Yes, you are pure. Yes, you are holy. Welcome, Mommy. Welcome, Daddy. Happy to be back with you. Yes, Jesus loves me. Hello, kids. Welcome to episode 17, Christmas Faith Part 2. Last week, we learned about young Mary's faith. Angel Gabriel told her that with God, all things are possible. And she believed. Our Bible verse for today is from Luke chapter 1 verse 13. The angel said to him, Do not be afraid. Your prayer has been answered. Elizabeth, your wife, will bear you a son. Christmas is all about miracles. And the greatest one was the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All we need in this season is our Christmas faith to receive our Christmas miracle. Luke 1 tells us of the story of Zachariah and Elizabeth, a very old couple who asked God for a baby. An angel of the Lord visited Zachariah and told him not to be afraid because his prayers had been answered. Hmm, guess what? Zachariah did not believe and he kept asking questions. How? When? Is it possible? I'm old. The angel was tired of his questions, so he shut Zachariah's mouth and he couldn't talk. Even though he found it hard to believe God was still faithful and merciful and blessed them with a beautiful baby boy called John. Do you remember John the Baptist? Yes, those are his parents. My message for you, little ones, and even adults listening, is this. It's okay that you've had questions about how God is going to help you or bless you. He's merciful and he won't hold it against you. But please, it's time to just believe. It's time for Christmas faith. Next week, we would hear about Jesus' first miracle. This has been Auntie Mabel with you on PH Kids. 
short for pure and holy kids. See you next week. Bye-bye. This is Krista Sandring Kids right here on the Krista Sandring Stage. Welcome to the Foster Sisters segment. I'm Erifa. And I'm Arama. Welcome to Krista Sandring Kids. As usual, let's start with a devotion. Let's start the show. Today's devotional from the brand new day devotional of Curry Center International Children's Ministry is entitled, God's Mercy Doesn't End. The key verse is 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 3. For it is his boundless mercy or mercies that do not end that has given us the privilege of being born again so that we are now members of God's own family. God says your salvation is not an accident. He chose to save you long before you chose him. God decided to save you first. Why would God choose you or me to be a part of his family? Because he is a God of love. He is a God of grace and mercy. The more you understand grace, the more you are going to be amazed by it. God chose you. Did you deserve it? Not a chance. Do you deserve to go to heaven? No way. Are you good enough to be in God's family? No. He just chose you. And that's good news. What reason made God choose you? We can see it in the scripture I read. For it is his boundless mercy or mercies that do not end that has given us the privilege of being born again so that we are now members of God's own family. God chose you based on his mercy, not your performance. You will never earn it. You will never deserve it. You couldn't work hard enough for it. You couldn't be perfect enough. It's only because of God's grace and mercy that the creator of the universe says, I want you in my family. Child of God, be encouraged by this. Erefua, what lesson did you learn today? I learned that God loves me so much and his mercies are forever. I didn't do anything to deserve his love, but because of his mercies, I am so loved. Thank you, Jesus. Erama, what did you also learn? I learned that we can't pay or be perfect to enter God's kingdom. But because of Jesus' undying grace and mercy, if we believe in him, we are saved. Well, may this devotional bless you. Sunset, I sweep the snow from my doorstep. I just can't help but stop and grin. It's like I'm 10 years old again. And everywhere I go, I can feel it. Some say it moves like a spirit. It falls on us once a year. Like it came on a midnight clear. It's all of this season is a gift. When love came down to Leslie, let's open up and let our hearts embrace this moment for Before the sunrise, I sneak downstairs to sparkling eyes and all oh, what joy it brings to me. The family around our Christmas 
kids right here on the Krista Sandrick stage. Welcome back. In the spirit of the season, let me share this gay story with you. The college student who found her home away from home for Christmas. While all her classmates were eagerly making plans with family and friends for their trips back home for the holidays, Jackie, a junior high student at the boarding house, was worried she would be the only student left on campus for Christmas. This time of the year is hard, Jackie said. Everyone is talking about their cousins, their families, all the things that make up Christmas. But Jackie says she doesn't have any of that and never did. She says her childhood was abusive and she never shared in any of the experiences she heard her classmates talk about. Instead of feeling sorry for herself, she went to Facebook to put an advert that says, I will pay you with my life savings if you will be my parents just for this Christmas holidays. Amazingly, she got dozens of responses to her post and about half came from parents who wanted to help her, for free of course, and about half from other young people who felt the same way she did. So she begged the school authorities to use the school's dining hall place for a dinner for all the other students who were like her and needed parents to take care of them. The truth is, people are hurting and broken and we need each other, Jackie said when interviewed. We need to be loving people and I think that's what this project is about. After the first event, Jackie, 
did not only find a mentor for herself that holiday season, but matched the needy with the needed. She continues to host yearly dinners for her project because she believes no one should ever feel alone on Christmas. This Christmas, please watch out for the lonely and offer them some gifts or just spend quality time with them. Will you be blessed by this Christmas song? And remember, show some love. Slumbers, winter's flurry stops new growth. December brings the season filled with laughter and new hope. Kindness abounds, good deeds seem to thrive.
Krista Sandrick kids right here on the Krista Sandrick station. Merry Christmas! Welcome back. Irama, what do you want for Christmas this season? I want sneakers, new dresses, and a phone. Irafa, what do you also want for Christmas? I want a new combo and then I want a phone. Santa Claus, can you hear us? Enjoy this Christmas song. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Suddenly I heard a strange noise down below, so in my flannel pajamas, I went tippy-toe. I could see your sight from the spot where I stood, so I slid down the banister just as fast as I could. Christmas is my two front teeth, my two front teeth, see my two front teeth, gee if I could only have my two front teeth, then I could wish you Merry Christmas, it seems so long since I could say, Sister Susie sitting on a thistle, Every time I try to speak, all I do is whistle. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth, my two front teeth. See my two front teeth. Gee, if I could only have my two front teeth, then I could wish you Merry Christmas. Kids right here on the Krista Sandrick station. Merry Christmas! Welcome back. I'm Erifa and I'm Arama. Christmas is all about God's love. And if you have Jesus, go and spread the love. Bye everyone and, and a Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas. Hey. And they laid gifts before Jesus and worshipped him. 
Miss Krista Sandring Kids right here on the Krista Sandring Station. Merry Christmas! God so loved the world, He gave His only Son to die on Calvary's tree. From sin to set me free, someday is coming back. What glory that will be! Wonderful is love to me. Hello, somebody there. Good morning. Wake up. Let's do our morning devotion together. This is Auntie for stretch, stretch, and stretch. Let's sing. The Lord is my shepherd, I walk with him always. He lives by still waters, I walk with him always. Always, always, I walk with him always. Always, always, I walk with him always. The Lord is my shepherd, I walk with him always. Well done, well done, well done. Good. Now we are awake. Take your Bible, take your notebook, your pen or pencil. We are ready to study. Close your eyes and let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for today. You have blessed us with a new day. We are grateful. We pray that as we study your word, Help us to understand it and practice your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good. Take your Bible and say with me, This, this is, is my it. Bible. It, it is, is the, the word of God. God. It, it is food for my soul. I, I must read it every day, know it very well, and practice it so that I will grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well done. The B-I-B-L-E Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God. The B-I-B-L-E. Bible. Good. Take your Bible. Always read your Bible, my friends. Today our memory verse, Luke 6, verse 38. Give and it will get back to you. A good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over will be put into your bosom. Luke 6 verse 38. Amen. If you're under 6 years, just do the first line. Give and it will get back to you. The rest of us, we are doing everything. It's very short. It's very nice. Let's go. Luke 6 verse 38. Give and it will get back to you. A good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over will be put into your bosom. Luke 6 verse 38. Amen. Jesus said that. Okay, we are learning giving. And our memory verse says we should give. And it will get back to us. And God will give us a lot much more. Okay, press down, shaking together. Yesterday, Jesus taught us giving. He taught us to give. No matter how small or how big our gift is, God is happy with it. And he's looking at the heart of giving. So yesterday, the woman who gave even the very small, two small coins was the one who had given much compared to those who brought a gift, big, big, big gifts. Because that is all the woman had. We learned a lot yesterday. Well done. Today in Genesis 22, verse 1 to 19, God tests Abraham with giving. If you remember our Sunday lesson, 
when we're doing faith. We said Abraham, the father of faith. God promised to give him a son. And it took many years, my friends, you remember, that finally when Isaac was born, Abraham was 100 years old. But Abraham did not fail in faith. He waited. We children, we don't like wait, crap. Some of us, we don't even understand wait. When you say wait, ah, it means you are not giving it to me. That's not what it means. We should learn how to wait. At the right time for receiving the right gifts, okay, is very important. One day, God told Abraham to sacrifice his only son that he has given to him after he has waited to be hundred before Isaac was born. God told him. By that time, Isaac was a boy that could walk. So let's say he was about 10, 12 years. And Bible says, God called Abraham. Abraham was a friend of God. They could chat. God says, go and sacrifice your son for me as an offering at a place called Moriah. Bible says, Abraham did not answer. Abraham says, okay. So in the morning, he took Isaac, two servants, a firewood, his knife and everything. And then he started the journey. He took them three days to get to where God told him to go. And when he got there, he told the servants to wear him. Isaac carried the the firewood and then they walked a little ahead to the particular place where god wanted him to make the sacrifice actually when they were going isaac was like daddy um abraham said yes um i can see we have the firewood we have the knife we have the fire where is the lamb where is the sheep that we are going to sacrifice the boy was very smart like most of you and you ask questions and it's good to ask questions my friends ask questions when you don't understand, just add please to it. Please, where is the sacrifice? And Bible says, Abraham said, don't worry. When we get there, the Lord will provide. And Isaac kept quiet. Okay, you got the answer. Keep quiet. And they went. When they got there, Bible says, Abraham prepared the altar. Put the firewood on it. And then he took Isaac and tied him up. And then put him on the altar ready to sacrifice him he took the knife to cut his only son into pieces for god wow hey he didn't have two my friends to give one and then have the other no he had only one that he had waited up to 100 years and god says through isaac i will bless you and now the same god says that take isaac and go and sacrifice him if it is me Antifa, i will say that god i didn't hear him well i think that the voice ahead wasn't god because I don't, I don't think I could have been able to do that. Hey, my friends, it's difficult. But Bible says, Abraham was ready to cut up Isaac for God. It is you who gave him to me. If you say you want him, I'll give him to you. Wow. Bible says everything we have is from God. So why is it difficult for us to give to him? Eh? He says whatever you give, you give to your friend, you have given to him. Whatever you give to the poor, you have given to him. Why is it so difficult for us? Okay, sometimes mommy says, I'm taking some of your old clothes or some of your new clothes that have become small on you to go and give to maybe a cousin or people who are poor or even sometimes your immediate sister or even your brother. Hey, some of you won't agree. You want to wear it. Even when you can't wear it, you want to keep it. My friends, let's stop that. Let's stop that. Learn to give. This one, you even have a lot more. Abraham had only one and he gave. So Bible says, just when Abraham lifted the knife to cut Isaac, God called Abraham. Abraham, Abraham, stop. Don't kill Isaac. Now I can see that you really fear me and love me and obey me. God was so impressed with Abraham because of his heart of giving. 
God tested Abraham with giving to show whether he loves him or not, to show whether he will obey him or not. It was a very tough test and Abraham passed. Wow. So God said, turn around. There was a big ram in the bush and he went to take that animal rather and sacrifice it to God. And Bible says, God called Abraham again and said, Abraham, for not withholding your only son from me, I am going to bless you. I will multiply you. I will make your descendants like the sand at the beach and like the stars in the sky. God just blessed Abraham for giving up his only son. That he almost gave to give God your only son was a lot. And Bible says, God blessed Abraham. Our memory verses give and it will be given back to you. Abraham gave to God. And God, he received a lot much more blessings from God. My friends, nothing is too big to give to God or to your neighbor. As we are children, we can't take things of ourselves and give out. Okay, like our clothes or something. You always have to ask for permission. But please, if your parents say they are giving out something that is yours, don't refuse. And I've told you, when you are sharing your own thing, your snacks or anything, please give a good amount of and God will bless you. You see, the same thing, God didn't have two sons. He had only one son, Jesus Christ. And he gave him to us so many years after Abraham. Okay, God gave us Jesus Christ to die for us. And that is why we have all become children of God. Giving is very important, my friends. We have to give to show love. We have to give to show to show that we appreciate people and that God also lives in us. If we are children of God, God gave his only son for us. So we must also give to others. Amen. Close eyes and let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for today. Thank you for teaching us to give. And thank you for the example of Abraham. Help us to always want to give and practice giving until we are used to it. We thank you for Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for doing your Bible study with me this morning. I really appreciate your time. And as I said, we are practicing giving. So look out to do good. Anything that you receive, always share okay give a bit of it off give half of it off you keep doing it until we get used to it and bible says god will bless us a lot much more bye bye i love you all have a beautiful day bye bye abraham's target not at the promise of god do and believe but was strong in faith in giving glory to god abraham's target not at the promise of god do and believe, but was strong in faith in giving glory to God. He staggered not, no, 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 no. He staggered not Romans 420. He staggered not at the promise of God. Do and believe, but was strong in faith in giving glory to God. This is Christopher Sandrick Kids right here on the Christopher Sandrick station. Merry Christmas!
another thankful week in our thankful series where we're learning how to show God that we are thankful. Today we will continue our learning about many of the reasons we have to be thankful and how best we can show our thanks. We always start with a prayer. So eyes closed, heads bowed. King of glory, we thank you for another awesome day. The psalmist says this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we are thankful and we rejoice in today. Thank you for the gift of life that you have given each and every one of us. Thank you for your blessings immeasurable. Lord, we appreciate all that you have been doing for us up to this moment. And we have come to say thank you. Lord, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Today, Lord, speak through your word to each and every one of us. And let it meet us at the point of our needs. In Jesus' name. Amen.
learned about why we need to be thankful for Jesus. We learned that no Christmas or birthday gift will ever equal the gifts that God gave us in Jesus. Jesus was the original Christmas gift even before the wise men showed up with the gold, frankincense and myrrh. And Jesus has given us something that we could never afford on our own, the gift of eternal life. We heard the story of the woman who used her actions to set an example for us in the book of Luke. This woman was not famous, neither was she righteous. In fact, she was called a sinful woman. Her name was not even mentioned in the story or the Bible. But her story is a constant reminder of how much thanks we owe to Jesus. This sinful woman had heard that Jesus would be having dinner with some religious leaders in that house that day. And so she came looking for him. Everyone in the room knew her as a sinful person and she expected them to start whispering about her as soon as she entered the room. But she did not care. She was not even there for them. She was there for Jesus. Without saying a word, the woman went to walk on Jesus' feet, crying. She washed his feet with her tears and went on to dry his feet with her hair. She kissed them many times and rubbed them with perfumed oil. She had brought a jar of alabaster oil, an expensive perfume, which she poured on Jesus' feet. She endured the gossip and the whispers just because she needed to tell Jesus how thankful she was for coming into her life. The sinful woman, as she was known, knew that she deserved to die for her sins. And she knew Jesus had forgiven everything she had ever done. That meant more to her than anything in the world. Jesus said to the woman, Because you believed, you are saved from your sins. Go in peace. God wants us to have the same gratitude for our salvation. He wants us to thank Jesus every day for what he has done for us. Jesus did what we could never do. He paid the price for our sins. Because he lives, we can have all of our sins forgiven just by asking. When we make Jesus the Lord of our lives, he gives us a new life here on earth and eternal life in heaven when the time comes. Jesus deserves all the praise and thanks we can give him because he has given us so much more. We also learned the different ways that we can thank our Savior for what he has done. We can say thank you in a prayer. We can also thank God with worship and praise. We can thank God for Jesus by sharing the good news of Jesus. Jesus is the greatest gift ever given. A gift we could never earn or repay. So when you wake up every morning, do remember to say, Thank you God for giving us Jesus. Because Jesus came to do what we could never do for ourselves. 
He paid the price for all of our sins. You can catch up on last week's lesson as well as many other awesome lessons on our YouTube page at Elevation NG and search for the Seeds playlist. I am sure you will learn a thing or two. Our verse of the month is from the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8. And it says, Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim His greatness. Let the whole world know what He has done. This means that we should all say thank you to God and tell someone, everyone in fact, the whole world, how awesome God has been to us and also tell them about the great things He has done. So, let's say our memory verse together. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8. Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim His greatness. Let the whole world know what He has done. Look at this bag of sweets. Can you guess how many sweets are in this bag? Hmm. There is an actual number of sweets in this bag. I don't know for myself, but um, I think if we rip open the bag, we could count them. But I doubt if we could go very far. Um, these are sweets and not marbles. And it wouldn't be long before we went from um, counting the sweets and um, actually enjoying them. Hmm. That's exactly what happens when we start to count the things that God has done for us. When we start to count God's blessings, we eventually lose count. We stop thinking about the numbers and we start thinking about just how loved we are. God sent his son Jesus to die for us. And God has given us countless blessings on top of that. He's given us families, friends, the beauty of nature, awesome music, and so much more. God loves us and he made this amazing world filled with blessings to show us that we are loved. Let's love God back by counting all our blessings and thanking him every day for all these things that reminds us that he loves us. You see, God didn't just give us Jesus. He gave us every good thing we have in this life. All the good things that make you happy, all the loved ones you hold dear, every one of them is a gift from God. From ice cream to awesome parents and siblings, to a nice school, to a cool house, that really pretty doll, delicious jollof rice and chicken, rain, interesting storybooks, Christmas, holidays, you name it. When you stop to realize all that God has given you, it makes you want to shout for joy. We thank God for blessing us with all the wonderful things of life because thanking God opens us up for more blessings. When we thank God for blessing us, we show Him that we are grateful 
and that we are obedient to his word. So, we should say thank you to God for blessing us. Thank you, God, for blessing me. Let us say that again. Thank you, God, for blessing me. David, the great king of Israel, was so moved by God's blessings. He wrote them down in songs. He wrote the Psalms, and these Psalms are songs or poems. Let's look at one of the many songs David wrote about the things God did for him in Psalm 138. Lord, I will thank you with all my heart. I will sing to you before the false gods. I will bow before your holy temple. I will thank you for your love and faithfulness. You have made your name and your word greater than anything. On the day I called to you, you answered me. You made me strong and brave. Every king in all the earth will thank you, Lord. They have heard the words you speak. They will sing about what the Lord has done because the Lord's glory is great. Though the Lord is great, he takes care of those who are not proud, but he stays away from those who are proud. Lord, even when I have trouble all around me, you will keep me alive. When my enemies are angry, you will reach down and save me by your power. Lord, you do everything for me. Lord, your love continues forever. You made us. Do not leave us. As a king of Israel, David had a much more different life than you and I. He was a soldier, a general, a leader of God's people. David knew that God was looking out for him. He knew that every victory came from God. And he knew that God will protect him from forces that wanted to harm him. David never took those blessings for granted. He never gave in to the temptation to believe that he was responsible for his own good fortune. David praised God for everything at all times. He thanked God for everything, knowing that all the blessings he enjoyed came from the Lord. I don't know so many kings or future kings, but I do know some boys and girls who are greatly loved. Yes, I mean you and you and you. And just like David, we can count our blessings and praise God daily for the things he has given us. God's blessings began long before Jesus came to earth. God made the whole world for our enjoyment. He filled it with every kind of animal. He put the sun, the moon, the stars all in the sky. He gave us fish and birds to enjoy. He gave us flowers, trees, good foods to enjoy. God also gave us our families. He gave us our moms and dads and grandparents and even our siblings. He also gives us good friends to stand beside us. If you've got a close friend, someone who is always there, no matter what, that's a blessing from Jesus. God gave us all the talents that make us special. He gave us personalities and skills that make us unique. And God gives each one of us 
a special calling only we can fulfill. God didn't just give us Jesus. He gave us a world filled with blessings for our enjoyment. God wants us to celebrate his goodness. He wants us to count all our blessings so we will never forget what he has done for us. He loves us and he wants us to love him in return. God has blessed every one of us richly. Every good thing we have comes from God. Let's make counting our blessings a daily habit. Let's thank God for all he has given us and praise his name for his amazing love. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for all the blessings that you have given us. We are grateful for your love. Help us to always remember to thank you every day for all our many blessings. In Jesus' name, Amen. When we thank God, we open up ourselves for more blessings. Counting our blessings is a good reminder of God's love as well as a good way to work your way out of a sour mood. Next time you're feeling down, count your blessings. See how high you can count before you break into praise for all that God has done. Count your blessings one by one. Thank God for your family, for mom and dad, for your siblings, your cousins, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, your school teachers, the driver, for your friends, for the food you eat every day, for your beautiful clothes, for the house you live in. Thank God for waking you up every morning, for having a cozy bed to sleep on. Thank God for your toys, for the air that you breathe in, for the butterflies. Thank God for everything. Don't stop thanking God till I come your way next time. It is. Bye for now. Here is a pop quiz for this week. God gave us some of the good things we have in this life. True or false? God gave us all the good things. What are Psalms? Psalms are songs or poems. Who wrote the Psalms? King David. What were some of the things David was thankful for? David was thankful for God's love and faithfulness. 
for being alive and safe, for being strong and brave. And when he called God, God answered. Why is it important to thank God for his blessings? It is important because thanking God for his blessings shows us that we are obedient and this opens us up for more blessings. Can you think of three things you are thankful for? I am thankful for life. I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my children. What is something you can do to show God that you are thankful for one of those blessings? I will share with others the goodness of God in my life. Christocentric kids right here on the Christocentric station. Oh, our God is good. You know, Pastor Joel is over in South Africa, and we thought we'd bring a little bit of South Africa to you this morning. Now, I have a question for you. How many of you speak Zulu? Raise your hands. Okay, we got one. All right, sing loud. Okay, listen. This is real easy. I just want to hear you sing. Bambelela. Try it one more time. I think you're just getting Bambelela. Okay, all right. We're already there. Okay, now we're going to sing Kujesu Bambelela. All right, try that one more time. Ready? Kujesu Bambelela. I think you're ready. It goes a little something like this. church was going to be that good, did you? Awesome. Well, would you like to know what you're singing? It might have been nice to start with that, but it's more fun this way, isn't it? All right. I think you're going to like this. How about hold on to Jesus? That'll preach, won't it? All right, let's try singing it in English. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to Jesus. 
you have sung it in Zulu, but if we were in South Africa, we would have to add one other very crucial step, and that's movement. So y'all get a little room for yourself, okay? Just get a little room. Just say to your neighbor, hey, I'm going to need some space here, okay? And what we're going to do is we're going to start to the right. Well, y'all start following me. We'll just all go this way. How about? All right? And it goes a little something like this. Real easy. One, two, three. Centric Station. This presentation has information about practicing 5210 every day for your health and well being. If you have any questions about this program, talk with your health care provider. What is 5210? Well, 5210 helps you remember to eat healthy, fit in more physical activity and exercise, and drink less sugar. The number 5 stands for eating more fruits and vegetables. Eating fruits and vegetables helps provide your body with vitamins and minerals, which are very important for your growth and health. You can fit more fruits and vegetables into your life. Don't be afraid to try it, mix it, and slice it. Follow the three-bite rule and try at least three bites of each vegetable or fruit you eat. Did you know it can take seven to ten tries before you like a new food? You can also dip fruits and vegetables in low-fat dressings, yogurt, or even peanut butter 
go ahead and try it. Add fruits and vegetables to the foods you already enjoy. Add vegetables to your pizza, soup, or noodles. Add fruits to cereals and other breakfast foods. Go ahead and mix it. Having vegetables and fruits already cut into small pieces or sliced can help make it easier to eat healthier because they are ready to grab as you go about your busy day. And if you prefer crunchy over soft foods, it's best to eat fruits and vegetables fresh or lightly steamed. The number two stands for lessening your time in front of screens, such as a television, computer, cell phone, or an electronic game. This is hard in a world that has many computer and electronic devices, but lessening your time in front of screens can help you live a healthier life. To help lessen your television watching, don't watch television or get on your computer or phone until after you have finished your homework and chores. Also, don't watch television when you eat. Make meals family time and talk about your day. It can be helpful to use a timer to help keep track of how much time is spent in front of a screen. It can also be helpful, educational, and fun to make television watching a family activity. Family members can talk to each other about the program being watched and ask questions and share points of view. Number one stands for getting at least one hour of physical activity every day. Moving one hour every day helps you feel better, keep a healthy weight, and strengthens your heart. Physical activity or exercise also makes the total you stronger. There are lots of fun ways to move about. You can go on walks with your family, play with your pet, take a bike ride, dance, jump rope, walk or run, rollerblade, hike, snowshoe, or make snow angels. Moderate physical activity includes doing things where you breathe hard, like hiking or dancing, while vigorous physical activity means doing things where you sweat a lot, such as running or playing soccer. It's important to do both types of activity every week. The number zero is for drinking water and low-fat milk instead of drinks with lots of sugar, such as soda or pop or energy drinks. Although soda and pop might taste yummy, it gives no nutrients to your body. Water is an important fuel for your body. Drinking low-fat milk is also a better choice than drinks sweetened with sugar. Always remember, water and low-fat milk are the best choices for a healthier you. You can drink more water. Even small changes can help. Keep bottled water nearby. Drink water instead of soda or pop. And drink water whenever you are thirsty. Doing these things can help you drink more water every day. To add flavor to your water, you can add fruits such as lemon, lime, or orange wedges. Everyone can practice 5-2-1-0. You don't have to do it alone. You can get your friends and family involved by practicing together. Remind each other to eat five fruits and vegetables. Keep your screen watching to two hours or less. Get up and move with physical activity at least one hour a day. And don't drink sugary drinks. Practice 5210 every day for a healthier and stronger you. This is Krista Sandrink Kids right here on the Krista Sandrink Station. Merry 
Christmas. It's been a great addition of Christocentric kids. Come down is on for Christmas. Give a giant all the Christmas flavors on Christocentric station. Christocentric.com is the place to be for the best Christmas in the whole world. I'm a Rama. I'm a Raffle. Merry Christmas and a bye. See you same time next week. Merry Christmas. Ha! This song is for every child of God. So if you know you are a child of God, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, make it dance now, oh yeah, it's okay, it's okay now. Ha! My head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. All belong to Jesus. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. They all belong to Jesus. My head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. They all belong to Jesus. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. They all belong to Jesus. Oh yeah, this is the best one. I will lift up my hands in the best one. I will start to dance in the best one. I will start to rejoice in the best one. Oh yeah, for the best one. If you know how to dance, make you bend down. If you know how to praise, make you bend down. Make you bend down. Bend down. Bend down. Oh yeah, man, we praise His name for His goodness and for His grace. And never, never, never ever stop to praise. Never, never, ever, ever stop to praise. Oh yeah, dumb man, we praise His name for by His blood yes overcame. And never, never, never ever stop to praise. We give ourselves to You this day. Oh, that dumb man will praise his name For by his blood, yes, we overcame I never, never, never ever stop to 